Oh hell yeah, doing WWE. Let's let's brain damage, do a couple flips off the rope. I look good in some some leggings too, you know. Download the All Star app. Make your picks for UFC fights. Challenge your friends. Level up and win prizes. Link in description. Get it now. All right, Terrence, man. Um, since the last fight, you've made some changes, and you're in a whole other state. You're in Texas now. Just talk about the move and and the transition from being in Washington to going to Texas. Well, the heat, man, is ridiculous out here. It's not even a hundred degrees yet where I'm at. It's been like eighty before that, so had to adjust to that. But it's been making the weight cut a lot easier. But I'll be like dizzy at practice, man. The heat out here is not a joke. We're really out here in the trenches grinding. It's been crazy. Um, stand up wise, like I had a huge growth out here, thanks to Kevin Holland and my coach Shug, who's my boxing coach. Uh, and then I've been grappling with Travis Luther, and that's been a huge wrestling because I'm because I'm getting pushed there. I'm literally getting pushed everywhere. At my gym, I was the you know the top dog, and out here. Uh, I'm not the top dog. I'm getting pushed daily. And, yeah, the move was definitely necessary. And I'm reaping the blessings because of it. Definitely. And, you know, getting pushed every day and, and not being the top dog, it must have some 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 effect on your hunger, right, to go back in the gym every day, the next day and the next day and the next day, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, it, it makes me want to grow. I was like, I ain't letting that happen again. It mm-hmm. makes you want to come, like, to the gym and with, like, a different level of intensity, you know? For sure. And you got a couple of gyms, right? Talk about the different gyms that you're going to. Because you talked about Travis Luter, and then you talked about your boxing coach. Are there other spots, too? Yeah, we go to Main Street Boxing uh, for the sparring rounds. They got Rafa Alves there. Derek Lewis also trains there sometimes. Like, they got a bunch of good strikers out there. Like, constantly, I'm always getting the best look I can. And like I said, it's, it's been definitely necessary, super necessary. It's where he wants it off and say super necessary this train is there. Nice, nice. Uh and and you have a you have a, a newborn. How has that affected your life? Well, for the last part about this camp, um, I had to send them off because like I gotta sleep. I got like sleep's important towards the very end of this. So like these last like three weeks is just two weeks gonna just be me by myself at my house. Cause like I need the peace, like like it's a this like yeah, I need all the sleep I can, especially with this weight cut that's coming up and how hard I'm pushing that training these last couple of weeks. And do you have a a, a nutritionist, a, a new person that's doing your nutrition now? Is that, um, is I hit up the angry dietitian. Uh, Kevin okay. put me on with him. Uh, I just tell him what I'm doing, and he tells me what to do. And we try to make sure my weight's at that level, whatever he tells me, and just eat these icon meals and just pound in the water. How has that affected you in training? Um, I'd be a little bit tired out here, but like my recovery's good. Um, like I said, with this push with Suge, he's like also my strength and conditioning coach as well. Just working with him, I'm feeling stronger. Uh, my cardio is better, and like I said, it's like training elevation with this heat. I'm not joking. Like you really gotta, you really in the trenches. You gotta like really grind out here. I'm dizzy at practice. Then I gotta do another workout. Like it really helps you dig deep. For sure. And let's talk about the, the opponent coming up July 15th, Nazim Sadikov. He's the next challenge. How do you feel about the matchup and, and the fighting style he brings? 
Um, I think this is a fan favorite fight. I love how the kid gets down. I love his forward pressure. And I know he comes to fight. He's not going to back down. So, and like I said, and when people come forward like that, it's always an exciting fight when they're fighting me because you guys know any person that came forward on me got dropped. So, like, just expect something exciting to happen. And even if I had to go to third, three rounds this time, I'm ready just to leave it all out there and die for this victory this time, you know. I got something to prove. And, yeah, it's, it's like it's making my training funner. Like, I'm like, I can't wait to get out there and just show them, like, I'm still here. Like, I'm not done yet. When you look at, like, stylistic matchups and you look at the card, this this is like the people's main event, like, when you look at violence levels. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Everyone knows this is the main event. It got. I already know we're both walking away at 50 Gs. I know we're both going to be throwing hands. The scramble is going to be crazy. Like, that's why I'm so excited about this fight. Uh, like, the fans just expect fireworks from start to finish, you know. It's not going to be one you want to miss. In Sadikov, he debuted in the UFC in his last fight against Evan Elder. You know, he got the TKO win in the third round, but I believe he was losing the rounds in the on the judges' scorecards. What did you see in that fight? Um, like I said, um, if that didn't cut didn't happen, he would have lost the fight. Also, I think I like his style, but I just think uh, he hasn't faced nearly as tough as people as I face. I think that's going to be the huge difference. I already fought top-level guys that, are right there to being close to ranked or is ranked now. Like I already experienced that level of competition and I think that's going to play a huge role in this fight. Yeah. You've definitely faced some, some high level competition in your run so far. Do you feel like maybe it was too much too soon or do you feel like it was just perfect? You know, I needed, I needed those setbacks to, to find, you know, something. I think these were perfect. Uh, and plus, traveling to do a whole nother country. Um, I'm glad I got to experience that because we all know Islam. I'm probably have to fight Nabi Dhabi. So like, I just see it as like preparation for the future, you know, because eventually I'm gonna have to go in that home territory and I'm gonna have to try to take the belt from the champion. So I think everything happens for a reason. I think these are all necessary uh, battles I have to face to learn how to be the best version of myself and actually fight like a ranked opponent no one concerted concern energy no one explode and basically fight like a ranked fighter and i think that's going to be shown this fight yeah and, and you're 28 years old it's not like you're 33 there's a big difference right exactly like i got all the time in the world you know mm -hmm. definitely and you mentioned you know flying across the world to brazil and in your last fight and and could you give us any insight into into like like your preparations for that and maybe some <clears throat> obstacles that you face going to Brazil? Because Brazil, a lot of people, when I talk to them, fighters, especially after they come back, they always have something like a like complaint or something. Like <laughs> something didn't go right. <laughs> yeah, it sucked because I had to like pretty much start my weight cut like and then hop on a plane like dizzy, like no food pretty much and like a little bit of water for 20 hours on a plane. It was terrible and then happened to go straight to work out again like i would say for me if i do something like that again i would like to go two weeks early i don't care if i'm not a ranked opponent um like they're just gonna have to do that for me i'm not or i'm not doing a fight out the country i think that's highly important no matter what if that's elevation or if that's uh flying out the country i think two weeks is necessary and also 
not a lot of people talk about this, but I talked about it in my last interview, but I take this as no excuse. Uh, during my weight cut, when I was wrestling with my wrestling coach, I got eye poked. And I and I went in that fight like with double vision. That's why you guys see me like a little bit kind of hesitant, and I'm like overreacting because I, I really couldn't I really couldn't time, and it was hard to see because I'm like seeing double. Like no one knows that. Though I was like, I already get half my money. I might as well try to go get the whole thing. And then I, after I went out there, I was like, because at first I thought it got better, but once I got in them bright lights, it like activated again. That's why you saw me holding him on the cage for a second. I'm like, damn, this sucks. I was like, what am I about to do? I really can't see that good. <laughs> That's why I was holding him on the cage for so long. And I usually, you know, I don't really fight like that, holding a person on the cage. And I was like, oh, shoot, I can't see. I messed up. <laughs> but but it's good to know because you never know. I might get eye poked in a fight. So that's why I was like, facing moments like that are good for me because you never know what's going to happen in the fight. Anything can happen. And I'm not taking nothing away from Bonfim. But like I said, uh, you guys are going to see a huge diff in this fight. Uh, I think, again, if I ever fight Bonfim again, you guys, it's going to be a different outcome. That explains a lot, you know, because when people are watching that fight, they're like, man, he doesn't seem like he's moving like he normally does. And yeah, it that that clears up a lot of like how <laughs> you were performing. Yeah, it sucked because every time I move, I felt like I was getting hit. I was like, fuck, freak. And I was like... This is ass. I was like, God damn. Because usually my vision is like what helps me a lot. I can swing on people and I can vade at the same time. Like my vision is like my huge thing when I'm fighting. And have, having the fight double vision, like that was like, I'll never do that again. If that happened again, I'm going to wise up and I'm, I'm going to have to just sit out. Yeah, learning lesson, exactly, yeah. But I take nothing off from him. That dude showed up to fight. And he had incredible performance, but I can't wait to get that one back when we're both ranked. That was a, a knockout, man. And, you know, I, I look at brain health. It concerns me a lot with fighters. You know, like, how did you take care of that? You know what I mean? Were you feeling any, like, uh, impact from the knockout? Did you have to take a little bit more time off? What, what was the situation? Um, Luckily, like, like, even when, like, God humbles me or something happens, like, it's always, like, he protects me at the same time, like, Luckily, the knee landed right on my neck, so uh, I didn't really take too much brain damage from that blow. Uh, I just went to the chiropractor. I went to the hyperbaric chamber, which is like the best oxygen you can, and I was taking creatine, which helped with people like if I had like a concussion and stuff. I was able to pass the test and like remember everything, uh, like like just a couple like weeks later, like my brain was just fine. Like I said, it landed on my neck, which was a huge blessing. If it landed on my head, I would probably definitely would have been super concussed. But like I said, God, even, even when he punished you, you know, uh, he always tries to help you at the end, you know. So I, it was like I was able to be healed, do the hyperbaric chamber, just did everything necessary to make sure my brain's healthy. And, yeah, uh, like I said, it was smooth. Then I came over here. That's good. That's good to hear, man. And, man, the neck shots, man, you've seen some dudes get – KO'd in the neck. I think Donald Cerrone KO'd one dude with the head kick to the neck. It was yeah. Insane. People don't understand a neck shot put you out. Yeah, <laughs> like that karate chop to the neck thing's real. Like you hit someone <laughs> right spot in the neck, they they out of there. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, what do you think separates you, man, from from Nazim? We know you guys are both explosive, and and you know you guys could finish fights, but like, what do you think is the separation? Um, I think it's gonna be my speed. 
uh, like he has good striking, but like I don't think he's even close to as fast as me. Like he has crisp technique, but I see like in the open, like that's where my advantage is going to be. Like he likes to really fire off once he's like on the cage. And I think in the in the middle of the cage, I'm just going to be too fast for him. And I think uh, once we mix in the wrestling and just be a complete mixture artist, it's going to be too much for him. But really, I'm going to keep it standing. I just think the reach advantage is going to help me. He has like 69-inch reach. Uh, I got 75. Even though it says 73 and a half, I, my reach is 75. I already had it measured. Uh, I just think, like I said, I, I think I'm more athletic than him. Like, I just think those are just going to play a huge factor. I'm more athletic. I'm faster. He's gritty and tough, but I think my athleticism and speed is going to give me the advantage. And and you're in the apex in the small cage, and that could play a, a, a an advantage for you, right? That yeah. Cage. Everyone knows when I, I – like, the small cage, I do way better. Like, I love mm -hmm. the apex cage. Even though I really love the fans, but in the apex, I just love the size of the cage right there mm -hmm. because, like, I'm in range of like pretty much all time as soon as we touch hands. Yeah, man. Definitely with that reach, that 75 inch reach. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. I've been getting so excited for this fight mm. just because I know how he comes. Like, it's just going to make exciting fights. Like, whoever gets knocked out is going to be a crazy fight. And yeah, I just can't wait to compete. I love the fight game. All right. And the BMF title, man. What do you think of that? Um, I think they should have one for every weight class, to be honest. I truly do. Um, I think Corey Sanhagen's should fight for the BMF uh, versus Cheeto or Song Dong again. I think those are the BMFs at 135. I think Kevin should fight Gilbert Burns at 170. I think those are the, the being baddest motherfuckers in that weight class. And then uh, I would say... Uh, I want uh, Strickland versus, I would have to say, uh, Marvin Vertori. That would be a good one for the BMF there. Those, those guys don't care. They fight anyone, any weight at that. And like I said, yeah, BMF, every weight class, you know, they all, we all that'd be super sick. Yeah, I agree, man. I don't understand why they just have one. Just let's put one in every division. Let's have more belts. You know what I mean? Why not? You know what I mean? BMF is it's not a title, but it's it's a title. You know? What yeah, I mean? exactly, exactly. I just, one for every weight class, like Justin Gaethje, yeah. and then makes sense for our weight class for the BMF. And every weight class should have one. I think it'd be sick. Yeah, and then you could unify it, right? Like Volk yeah. was talking about it this week. He's like, why not have the champion if it lines up fight the BMF champion? Yes, G, that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Really get things exciting and have some crazy mm -hmm. fights. That'd be sick. Yeah. And what do you think of uh, Poria Gaethje 2? Who you got in that one? Um, My heart uh, always wants Gaethje to win. I'm a huge fan. Also, he gave me a pair of honors gloves early in my career when I got to the USC. So I'm just, I love Justin Gaethje. I hope he wins. I think he made a lot of adjustments. I think Fazeev's is a more dangerous striker than... uh. Dustin and he handled that 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 task very well, so I'm excited to see the fight. But realistically, though, I think Dustin probably gets it done. He's just so gritty and and he knows how to just get the hands flowing. You know what I mean? As soon as he touches you, he know how to like let him rock you a little bit. Like he really knows how to finish. You know, 
just 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 know you're gonna get it punched a hundred times if if he rocks you. <laughs> and uh, you know, as a fan, you know of the of the lightweight division, just from a fan's perspective, what do you want to see next for the champion Islam Makhachev? Do you want to see Oliveira rematch, or do you want to see the Volkanovski rematch? As respect to the weight class, Oliveira has to get his rematch. He defended the belt the longest, and he's finished everyone in the division like. So rightfully so, he has to get it, in my opinion, uh, just just for the respect for the weight class, you know, like code-wise. And then uh, he definitely has to run that back with Volks. I think they should do it at the beginning of the year, first card of the year, him versus Volks. That just makes sense to me. And one last thing, the UFC and WWE have joined forces. Um, would you ever, if they if they came to you like next week after this fight coming up, and they said, "Hey, man, we're gonna we we want you to transition to pro wrestling," would you leave fighting? Oh hell yeah, then WWE, let's let's brain damage, do a couple flips off the rope. I look good in some some leggings too, you know. So I'll hop out. I'll be the black Ray Mysterio out there. I'll practice hell, but I think it'd be super sick to jump off some ropes, practice. It'd be fun as hell. Sign me up. I'll do both, actually. You know, like your like your parents say, you can be anything you want to be. You know, catch me doing music, catch me in WWE, catch me boxing. I just I just want to take over it all. You you doing music right now? I do it all, low key, man. I got a couple oh. songs that people don't know about. Okay, I'm waiting for that. I want to see that. I'm waiting for that. Um, uh, yeah, man. It's uh, you have the perfect name too, T Rex, man. That's like a name you can use in WWE without a doubt. Yeah, exactly. I got the perfect name for the for the transition, you know. Man, anyways, man, back in action, July fifteenth, USC Fight Night in Las Vegas in the Apex. Terrence, always good catching up with you, and and all the best, man. You know, with what we know now about the last fight, this fight coming up, it's gonna be a a banger. Yeah, this is gonna be a banger. I can't wait, brother.